When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. Today I'm joined by Ryan Berkman's Ethereum community member and investor to talk about the state of play of the Ethereum ecosystem, the merge, and much, much more. Welcome back, Ryan. Thanks, Ash. Great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you, as always. I should say, we're filming here uh, on Tuesday, May 10, 2022. Uh, Ethereum obviously has taken a hit uh, in recent days, trading now at around 2,400, uh, down significantly off its November 2021 highs of around 4,800. Let's jump in, Ryan, and talk a little bit about the elephant in the room. What's happening in terms of price action with Ethereum? Well, Ash, I think we're seeing the end of the crypto cycle. Historically, crypto has been, uh, like like traditional markets, a, a cyclic market beast. Uh, the prices uh, tend to fall when there's a lack of confidence. They tend to rise when confidence grows. And folks, you know, confidence is an infectious thing. And so we get this natural cyclic pattern, which is very human. And when you add to that the fact that these are uh, mostly purely confidence-based assets today, although Ethereum's developing a robust cash flow story, you get the phenomenon where the intrinsic value of these cryptocurrencies are really what the market believes them to be. Add to that that they're traded across dozens of exchanges worldwide on relatively thin order books, you know, in this uh, uh early stage of, of the industry maturing. And I think what we get is just a recipe for ongoing cyclic volatility. It's been that way for the first decade of crypto's life, and I expect that to continue to the foreseeable future. But the good news is, is that the innovation and fundamental product work has continued very well. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to ask you next, which is, does this change your long-term thesis? Absolutely not. I think those who believe in the promise of Ethereum and public blockchains and the environmental and security benefits of the switch to proof of stake uh, are very excited for both the near term as well as the long term future. We're seeing just a tremendous ongoing explosion in use cases uh, in various forms of legitimization of the technology and the movement. Uh, and it just couldn't be a more exciting time to uh, be involved in the you know, public chain sector as well as the Ethereum ecosystem. Right. So we're going to do a deep dive uh, into some of those points in just one minute. But tell us at the high level, 50,000 foot, what is the promise you see right now in the Ethereum ecosystem? Why are you so excited about it? And how would you explain it to someone who is still relatively new to the space? Well, Ash, I think in the recent years, we've seen very legitimate criticisms of Ethereum cryptocurrencies and the public chain sector. And Mm. some of those have been environmental concerns. They've been uh, scam concerns, been concerns around scalability and cost of, of using and accessing these technologies. And we're seeing excellent progress on solutions in all of these fronts. And 
as those legitimate criticisms continue to be solved, what's really left is the underlying innovation, which is a network of computers that can make commitments, that is able to promise uh, an economic agreement or, or a particular program or, or asset registry, and a group of humans, including, we believe, uh, powerful governments, will not have a realistic path to contravene the promises made by the public chain network. And as a result, when the world has access to a, an, an affordable, mature public blockchain, a credibly neutral public blockchain like Ethereum, they gain the ability to make agreements with each other that are enforced by the system in a way that's never been possible before in the history of humanity. And that's going to unlock a level playing field and a new era of uh, increasingly globalized markets and global coordination. And we're very excited about that. So Ryan, where are we on that journey to adoption? Uh, Ethereum, I believe, uh, originally released in 2015. Uh, so we've gone down a bit of that road, but where are we today in terms of where ultimately you see this going? Right. Ash, I think Ethereum is in its awkward teenage years right now. <laughs> we, you know, a few years ago, a few years ago, we saw the the blossoming, you know, kind of the hint of the use cases to come. We saw things like Ethereum being used for uh, decentralized trading, capital formation, asset registry, uh, the Ethereum name system, which is like a domain name system on Ethereum. Uh, there are all these early use cases, but there's just been scalability issues and usability issues and and pump and dumps and all, all these problems that have have you know tripped us up. And as we enter into the teenage years, we're seeing stuff like the layer two scaling ecosystem, which is one of the number one innovations that is powering this uh, uh, Ethereum growing to adulthood. Hey, and Ryan, we're seeing- we dive into the layer two ecosystems, give us a little bit of a context for people who may not be familiar with why there is a need for layer two ecosystems. You mentioned uh, a bit about scalability challenges. Talk about what that means in terms of pragmatic impact on the users. Ethereum is a blockchain, and it turns out that it's literally a chain of blocks in that about every 12, 13 seconds, a new block is created. And in order to keep the system maximally decentralized, those blocks can only be of a certain size. If they get too large, the system will not be able to deliver on its promise of offering a level playing field to the whole world. And so in order to keep those blocks the right size, there is a market auction to include your transaction include your data in that block. So if you want to include, if you want to use the Ethereum blockchain, it's pay to play on an auction basis. There's a there's a floating system, so-called gas price that determines what right. it costs to use Ethereum. And what the layer two ecosystem is at 50,000 feet is it's the idea that we're going to take this fixed scarce resource of the Ethereum block space, and we're going to make it go further by separating where the user activity occurs from the settlement of that activity onto the Ethereum blockchain. And right. so layer twos are the idea that Ethereum provides the security for a separate ecosystem of uh, kind of child blockchains, so-called you know, layer two, because Ethereum is the so-called layer one. And so you end up with this model where the 
ecosystem of layer two chains and anyone can start one. And there are uh, software development kits to start your own. And there are grants and developer programs. And there's, there's all kinds of support to grow this layer two ecosystem. And these layer two chains are actually independent blockchains. And right. what separates them from Ethereum is, whereas Ethereum creates its own security out of nothing using the proof of stake technology, which we're switching to later this year, these layer two blockchains focus on delivering a user experience while delegating their security to Ethereum. Yeah, so in a certain sense, what you're doing is you're decoupling or almost unsnapping the idea of uh, rapid transactions from transaction finality, uh, the formal settlement layer being level one of the system, uh, taking this and basically adding a layer on top of it where you can do uh, processing of transactions uh, with less security, but greater speed, always trade-offs. That's absolutely right, Ash. We call it the modular blockchain, and we think it has uh, three different layers of this modular kind of layer cake. Uh, the, mm. the base layer is the settlement layer, and that's Ethereum's secret sauce. That's what we're the best at in the world, providing an ultra-trusted system of record that cannot contravene its commitments. It doesn't lie. The next layer is the data availability layer, which for technical reasons is usually put inside the settlement layer so that the two uh, can make the same promise together. But there's actually an emerging class of technologies to store data in other places, other blockchains, while the settlement of that data, sort of its, its summary, is its fingerprint is stored on the Ethereum blockchain. So that's that second layer, the data availability. Right. And the third layer is the execution layer. And that's where that layer two ecosystem shines. The layer two blockchains are execution layer blockchains. Yeah. And for people who don't have backgrounds in computer science, uh, this is a really important thing to understand about the way technology uh, generally works today. Uh, for example, the internet is a, a series of different layers of technology. They call them abstraction layers. That's the term of art uh, in computer science that are stacked together uh, to give us the functionality that we have. That's why you can open up a web browser or pick up your phone really quickly and, and make a Zoom call and have a video conversation with someone on the opposite side of the world. Uh, it's this ability to basically snap these things together, as you say, modular functionality uh, in a way that basically uh, optimizes for a whole series of different trade-offs across those different layers. Absolutely. It's about using the right tool for the right job. And the job that Ethereum is best at is being a global settlement layer, a global system of record. And the job that the, the layer two blockchains, the L2 ecosystem is best at, is letting a thousand flowers bloom and serving all the world's users in the way that's best for them. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.